0: To India and I
1: Welcome to Take Me With You, episode 148. I'm Ryan.
2: And I'm Cheryl. We are two well traveled people who want to go everywhere. But
1: that's not going to happen. Instead, for the last couple of years, we've been traveling vicariously by inviting guests to share their unique travel stories with us.
2: It's been awesome, and our podcast has been all over the globe.
1: Now we're taking some time to revisit the Wish You Were Here segment of our show, where we each share travel attractions that we recommend.
2: This week's Wish You Were Here's are from Boston.
1: Boston.
2: Yeah. They're mainly mine. Yes. Because I had a good trip to Boston.
1: You did. I think I've technically been to Boston.
2: Do you mean the airport? Is that what you mean? By no,
1: that? no. Way back when I was still in elementary school, like upper elementary school, my aunt and uncle were living and working in Virginia. Okay. And we went out and did sort of the Washington DC trip. But I feel like we went to Boston because of the Boston tea, like the Boston tea party in like the Bay, maybe. Okay. And how old were you? Not very.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Which would make sense why you're like, I don't know, maybe history is there that we went and saw.
1: I mean, I know, like, I remember seeing the Washington Monument. I remember going into Smithsonian museums, Mm -hmm. right? But that's all the Washington, D.C. stuff. And then I know that we did a few other day trips. Like, I know we went to Williamsburg in Virginia, Mm. Mm -hmm. and I think we went to Maryland,
2: I mean, that is a place.
1: I know, but I don't remember what's in Maryland. I don't know. Is Plymouth remember. Rock in Maryland? Oh, boy. I, I mean, it <laughs> doesn't really matter because that's not what this is about. This episode is about Boston.
3: This I may or may not Boston. have been
1: there, but regardless, <laughs> I don't have any memory of it. So this will
3: still be useful
1: for me. <laughs>
2: Oh boy, I'm excited about it. It's. Um, I hope our listeners enjoy it, and maybe maybe jot down a couple things that sound interesting to them.
1: So what about so you? Fun. What's your um, wish you were here?
2: Well, I'm not on a first name basis with any of the people involved in this one, <laughs> like you are. I'm not that special, but um, <laughs> um, so mine is um in Boston, um, which I got to go to in november last year um and boston was so cool um my friend who lives there who i was visiting is the friend that used to live in malaga and she loves europe a lot and she loves boston because it makes her feel like she's in europe so um yeah so it's like the most i think on like any like walk walking scores or anything it's the most walkable city in our country so i like that a lot um i love a walkable city but um so with walking in Boston, there is this thing called the Freedom Trail. Um okay. that's like just two and a half miles long. And um it's amazing to me that this thing like actually exists, not just like on a printed map or on like an app or anything, but like actually physically there is a trail and it is a red brick trail that is two and a half miles long. A red Boston. brick trail. Yes. It is like two bricks next to each other that just keeps go like these two it's only two bricks, two bricks wide? wide i mean it's on a sidewalk it's like a normal sidewalk oh and okay. then in the middle of the sidewalk is two bricks wide and it just is like keeps going huh for two and a half miles through boston does that make sense? A little bit. I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. It's just a sidewalk. It's just, you know, you just kind of wind through the city. But the path um, is,
1: like, marked by these red bricks. Yes. Gotcha. Yes.
2: Um, and it takes you to a lot of the historic, like, important locations throughout Boston. So it was really fun because before I knew it about the Freedom Trail, I just started looking up, well, what are the things I should make sure to see in Boston? Because there's so many, like, important like historic locations and everything there yeah so i had this pretty long list and then learned that like most of them were on this freedom trail and so it was so fun because i just went like start to end there's some that you can go in i didn't really go in much like you can you can pay to go in like paul revere's house or whatever you want to but you know you get to like go to the church with the lantern you know Uh or like all those types of places and so um it was great, and you get to walk through, like, a big portion of the city that way, because it's not a giant city, so it's very walkable, because, like, nothing's that far away from other cool. things. Um And, I mean, it even goes, like, through the Italian district. There's an Italian district, so I definitely, like, went and got a cannoli, so that was very exciting. Nice, um, nice. Nice yeah but um yeah so i think that's that was like a really cool thing to go and do and it's fun because people can kind of choose how quickly they want to do it um because i did not take a ton of time to do it but if you go in everything you know then like it would take more time and stuff mm-hmm. and so um yeah i would definitely recommend the freedom trail in boston it's it's really great so cool well
1: yeah. cool. so cheryl why don't you start us out with your wish you were here
2: Okay, so um, my wish you were here from this week is the Boston Public Market in Boston. Surprise. Um, (laughs) So um, this is a really cool place. Um, It's an indoor market, which um, might feel like I definitely saw markets kind of like it in Spain as well, where like it's a building with like glass windows and doors like fully enclosed building that feels like you're truly inside mm. and then is a market um but this one is um definitely one that you could just spend a lot of time at and actually there's like various spots where there's like tables and chairs so it almost feels like a cooler mm. food court i oh. would say and so um I loved it. I went there a year ago when I went and visited a friend there and I had some alone time in the city and she recommended it. And um, I actually ended up going there a couple times because there's all these different little booths. And so like I was able to get a lobster roll there and I really wanted that. She and I actually did wine tasting there at this like little wine spot where they had a couple stools and you could come up and sit and do a wine tasting. That's so cool. Um, Yeah, and they had, like, a chocolate one and a bread one and, like, all these different. So you could kind of, like, build your own lunch out of these different um, businesses. And a lot of them also have, like, a full restaurant or a full shop somewhere else. Um, But they had just a Hmm. little booth there and lots of samples. And I'm a big samples fan, too. Um, (laughs) But because I was there in the fall where it was kind of chilly. And so um, I was able to get a little um, spot. Like this little like bar seating that looked out onto the street. So I was like looking out the window in this little corner and like got all my food together and had my lunch and read a book. And so it was just like a really nice spot to sit and be indoors and but get to experience like a local Market. So it's yeah. just called the Boston Public Market. Um, and I would totally recommend it. Um, it's it's I really nice, go. too. And so yeah, it's, mm. <laughs> they have public restrooms inside and a drinking fountain and lots of stuff like that, too. So it was like a really nice place to like, kind of... Um, Maybe, like, if you're out and about walking in the city, like, go and sit and gather yourself. Mm. And there were enough, like, out-of-the-way seating areas that I didn't really feel like I was in people's way, which can kind of be a problem problem if you're, like, out and about a lot and you're like, I just need Mm -hmm. to go and sit and, like, be. And so, yeah, I would definitely recommend that.
0: Nice, Nice.
1: Cheryl, what about you? What's your wish you were here?
2: All right. So we're going to go over to the East Coast um and mine is called the maparium <laughs> the maparium oh i yes. remember you telling me about this i'm very excited to hear about it yeah so um it sounds fake but it is yep. not and i even like it's so it's in boston and um as i was like looking at this place i was like but is it real like or <laughs> or like maybe it's just um it's only a model um <laughs> you know so um but it is real so it is inside of the mary baker Eddy library and um the maparium is a room you pay like i don't know like six dollars admission for it or something like that to go in um you're also not allowed to take pictures in there which was a bummer for yeah. me but there are pictures on the internet and um you stand oh, wow. on the inside. I know you guys both Google at the same time. It's really cool. A globe, yeah, yeah. So you stand on um, a bridge on the inside of a three-story stained glass globe. Huh. And they've reversed it so that it ends up looking normal to you. Because if you're oh. actually on the inside of the globe, then like all the countries would look backwards. Right. So um. And. So it's
1: technically incorrect.
3: <laughs> well, it's like they well, like took the globe and turned it inside um, out, and now you're on the inside.
2: Yeah, so it's it was made in the 30s. Although there are mm. panels, and I think they are able to update the panels individually. But it's stained glass, and then it's lit from behind, and they can also change like the colors of everything. So there is they did one setting where it was just all green. Um, wow. <laughs> and, and like yeah, they did all these different ones, and then they play a very cheesy song about the world and I don't know if it feels like a song that you'd hear in like 5th grade and they like different countries like light up at different times which is very oh. cheesy and then also just so impressive and then the acoustics in there are like really cool so like you can stand like one person on one side of the bridge and one on the other and like whisper and hear the other person and then if you're mm. in the middle you like just hear your voice like it's a microphone and like
0: mm-hmm.
2: um. so yeah they only let in like a handful of people at once and they give you like I want to say 15 minutes or more where you just get to be in there looking at it and um it's just incredible it's very cool um the funny thing is this um library that it's in um it's a christian science library
0: Uh (laughs) and
2: (laughs) then they like really try to start selling you on their religion too which is kind of its own they're like you just want to come here and read and like and they tell you all about this woman mary baker baker eddie and all the great things shooting you're, you're like okay can i see the stained glass please uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> i think they also try to use that as like a way to get people in their christian sure. science reading room or whatever but it is
1: so cool so yeah, yeah check out rad. the map area so Cheryl, what's your wish you were here this week?
2: So mine is in Boston and it is called the Warren Tavern. Okay. It's actually in Charleston, which is like right next to Boston. Like it's still kind of called Boston, but it's across the river, so it's Charlestown. Okay. Um it is one of the most historic taverns in America. And the oldest tavern in Massachusetts. And um, one time, George Washington ate there.
1: Oh, wow. That is old then.
2: Yeah. So it's from 1780. So for the states, that's really old. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I I think we've kind of talked about before, like, like you were talking about seeing, I believe you're talking about seeing like Einstein's home. And being a little unimpressed Mm
0: -hmm. or
2: something like that. And there's kind of the idea that we've talked about, like, does it matter if a famous person once was in the same space Mm -hmm. or whatever? And I kind of go back and forth because I think, to me, what's more impressive is just how old something is Mm
0: -hmm. that
2: that individual could have been there. You know what I mean? Mm Than like, that actual individual. But there is something kind of fun about getting a beer and being like... George Washington has been in this space and maybe because it's in the States too. And like, we're not used to that yeah. in the States of like something being historic enough for anything, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
2: so um, it's just a good restaurant, to be honest. I got fish and chips there and they were great. And I was um, with some friends and they got yummy things too. Um, And it's just a cute little tavern, but it is pretty fun to be like I was in the space that George Washington was in and Paul Revere apparently as well so um, yeah, Paul oh actually on their website it says that Paul Revere considered it one of his favorite watering holes
0: oh and
1: okay, so
2: there you go so check it out when you're in Boston
1: next time I'm there All right, Cheryl okay, what would you like to do for your wish you were here
2: so um. I actually just was looking up the title of mine because I thought it was one thing and it's technically something
0: else. <laughs>
2: um, it is <laughs> called the, um, the new England Holocaust Memorial and it's okay. in Boston and um, it is really small. It's just outdoors. And um I went to Boston a couple years ago and um, it's the most walkable city in the US. So I did lots of walking Mm -hmm. there. It's wonderful. Um, And they have um, this outdoor memorial. It's these tall um, glass like square shaped columns and there's a bunch in a row through this very narrow strip of land next to a street. And um, it has the names of you know, all of the, leave all of the victims of the Holocaust. And um, it has quotes as well on it. And um, yeah, it's really small. And, um, but it's really beautiful. And it is mm. kind of a good, I think what I like about memorials is, you know, it's like a good moment to stop and pause and think. And um, as someone who is very positive, I don't always take a lot of moments to think about the negative things that have happened. But I think that, it's extra important for someone like me then to mm. visit something like that and be reminded of, um, you know, something awful in history, but also like, you know, just, I don't know. I think that's an important piece of history is just to remember, like, this is something that is bad and we don't want it again. And mm. <laughs> just remembering the lives that were lost and everything. And so, um, yeah. And it's beautiful. And, um. Oh, and it's also, um, it's really close to their public market, which I think I mm. shared about a long time ago for when, when I wish you were here. And so um, it's nice if you're going to the market, then you can just walk along that memorial afterwards. So
3: I've been to Boston, yeah. but I don't remember anything like that. So I must have missed it.
2: Yeah, it's small, so it's not surprising.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's really cool. So Lexi, what would you like to do for your wish you were here?
3: Yeah, I would like to... Uh... Mentioned the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston, which was the most fun museum I've ever been to. It's just an eclectic collection by a very, very rich lady of some of the most amazing <laughs> pieces of art all in her house. Uh, hmm. And it was just a wonderful museum in Boston.
1: What kind of art?
3: Literally all kinds of art. Uh, she has everything from famous paintings like the Sea of, Gal- sea of-, sea of Galileo, Galilee? Uh from very very famous paintings to like artifacts from old like eighth century Chinese dynasties and stuff. Uh hmm. and she's kept them in her house when she died. She made it a museum and told people not to touch anything, but they can look at it. So this is a very fun museum in Boston.
1: And it's it's actually her house.
3: It, yeah, she it yes. It's a very, very large house. Sure she's very, very, very rich. She outbid the Louvre on some pieces. She outbid the Louvre. Yeah, Isabelle Stewart Gardner, amazing uh, museum. Outbid the Louvre. It's the source of one of the uh, like most like the most famous unsolved art heist. So look into that. It's a super super fun place to go, and just even if you don't like art, art it's it's so fun.
2: If Um, she outbid them.
3: Oh no, that's different. Different, unrelated. Her museum is the source of the heist. Oh wow! And because that in her will she said nobody can move anything, no one can touch anything in her museum. Uh, where the they stole something, there's still a blank spot in the wall.
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, so it is Whoa. super fun.
3: It's been unsolved for like thirty years now. Um. So, okay, yeah.
1: but I mean, not that you necessarily know the answer to this, Lexi, but. So in her will, she said nobody can move anything. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to enforce that? She's not here anymore.
3: Oh no, uh, her will says that if anybody changes anything, moves anything, everything is donated to. I think it was uh, a local college, uh, and therefore <laughs> the state won't be able to charge admission to it. So nobody uh, moves it.
1: <laughs> I see. Yes.
2: If you have enough money, you can Inch. carry yeah. out your will beyond the grave. I guess, or
1: I suppose. No, yeah, basically. Yeah.
2: Oh. Bidding the Louvre just sounds like a punchline to a joke, though. Mm-hmm. Like
3: she's so rich.
1: <laughs> How rich is
2: she? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah.
3: super fun That's place. Cool. I would recommend. Nice.
1: Cheryl, what would you like to do for your wish you were here this week?
2: Well, I want to talk about a place in Boston. Specifically because Christine is about to go to Boston. So this one um, is a really cool building you can visit. There's a lot of very cool buildings in Boston. But I would like to tell you about the Boston Public Library. Um, It's on a lot of lists of like most gorgeous Mm -hmm. buildings in Boston. And it's from 1848. And so that's very fun because... Our country is a brand new little baby. But if you want to get kind of old buildings, head on over to the East Coast and then you're actually going to see some older stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're just so beautiful. And so this building, just go there and just walk around, explore. I mean, be quiet. It's a library. So, <laughs>
0: <honest>. but <laughs> well, I'll go study there. That's where I'll study.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be magical.
0: <laughs> it, um, and it
1: pictures and it's it huge. reminds me a little bit of the Suzalo Library Reading Room at UW, mm-hmm.
0: but bigger.
2: It's oh, big. It's really that's incredible. Big.
1: There's a courtyard in it
2: too. The outside is really pretty, but then the inside. Oh my gosh, just like intricate ceilings and such beautiful materials and style and just libraries are really pretty anyway, but then you go old library and oh my goodness. Um And then also here's a bonus wish you were here because Ryan keeps getting mad at me because my wish you were here list <laughs> is longer than his. <laughs> not
1: just a little bit longer.
2: It's like three times <laughs> or four times
1: longer. <laughs> She's cheating.
2: <laughs> so then you're going to walk across the street mm-hmm. and go to Sweet Green for lunch. And Sweet right now Green. they only offer takeout and delivery because of the fun covid times, but it is oh, yes. just a little tiny restaurant and it's it's not fancy. Um it's like uber healthy like you're gonna have so much fun ordering the healthy foods and so I think I got some sort of a cool bowl when I was there but my friend I was staying with well friend of the show Michaela I was staying with her and her husband and they were like go to the public library walk around then go to sweet green for lunch and you'll have a great day and it Mm. is a good day so Check out. Well, the I just put it in my bossing. phone. So. Okay, yay! <laughs> I've got it now. I've been looking up uh, the restaurants I have looked up, and the suggestions I've gotten from people have all been like um, not so healthy foods. So it'll be nice to <laughs> at least have like one salad while I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, you spent time studying in Italy. You're, you're going to have to go to the Italian district, and you're going to have to get a cannoli you know, so like, yes, there are not non-healthy things. You're going to have to have a lobster roll. So there's just, there's other things, but go to sweet green. And then you can feel good about the very large dinner that you have that night. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Remember we're working out so we can eat more later. (laughs) There you go.
1: (laughs) Cheryl, what would you like to do for your wish you were here this week?
2: I would like to share about the Boston Common. Have you heard of the Boston Common?
1: I've heard of the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> Is it the same it's, thing?
2: No. No, it's not that. It's a then park. Then I don't think I've heard of it. <laughs> it's a park that's in Boston, um, and kind of in Boston proper, which um, so Boston's not a why do they call it Boston huge, Park? I don't know. Isn't common like an old school world
1: word... I think, yeah. okay, maybe. I think you might be right.
2: Because it says it dates from 1634. It's the oldest city park in the U.S.
1: Oh, wow. So maybe
2: it's just an old-timey word for an area that we don't use as much right now. Okay, Um, I'll buy that. It's really pretty. I mean, I got to go to Boston in the fall. And so, of course, I had to go to a park and see all the... Gorgeous trees and everything. but, um, yeah, they have like a garden area with this really pretty um pond, and there's a little like suspension bridge that goes over it, and swan boats that you can rent, apparently, which I did Wait, not do Swan
1: boats like boats like, that are shaped like swans, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, so
2: it looks really fun. I did not do that, but I think you should do that if you go there. Um, one of my favorite things at this park, actually, I love a statue. They had the Make Way for Ducklings statues.
1: Should I know that?
2: It's a book. It's a sweet little book about making okay. way for ducklings across the street. It's, okay. And I think it's in Boston. And so there's like this just this uh, row of ducklings and the mama. And it, I, it, it's located on Google Maps. So I was very excited. I took a selfie <laughs> with the ducks when I was there. Um, But it's a fairly sizable park and it's a really like such a good city park and um, really well laid out. So gorgeous. So when you're in Boston, go to Boston Common. Noted. (laughs) Well, that was fun.
1: Yeah, it was. We would love it if you would follow us on social media. We are at Tim we Podcast. That's at T-M-W-Y for Take Me With You Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter.
2: You can also email us at TimWePodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what are your wish you were here's for this location.
1: We would love to hear that. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail at 406-763-8699. Or if it's easier to remember, 406-POD-TIMWE. We would love it if you would rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about this episode on your social media.
2: As always, thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the awesome artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is Something. And thank you to Erica Corbin for the use of her song, Round the Globe. You can listen to Erica's music wherever music is sold or streamed.
1: That's all we have for this episode. So until next time, remember to take me with you.
0: Take me with you. Can we get a sailboat chasing down the sunset as we float round and round the globe? Salty air and balmy nights guided only by the lights above and a lot of little love. Oh, He'll want them.